G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another version of the TraderCobb Crypto Podcast and Show. Today, I am met with a couple of gentlemen that I met in Adelaide at a recent event where they were on stage. I have got with me Jared Park and Todd Pierce, and they are both from a company called Black Tie Digital, which are doing some amazing things in blockchain around real estate and many other areas of the market. Gentlemen, it's an absolute pleasure having you here. Thank you so much for your time. Glad to be here. Good stuff. Well, look, let's get straight into it because first things first, we've got two people in this interview, which is not normal for me, but that's fine. I want to get a bit about your background, really. So we'll start with you, Jared. What 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 have you done in the past to bring you to where you are now? Uh, as in with crypto and with Black Tie Digital? Just, yeah, like I mean, your role there, what's what sort of built you to a point where you thought you would do this? Uh, interest in the market. Look, I, I actually played around the edges of Bitcoin back about 2011 as a uh, young, dumb kid who did not see the potential at all. I looked at it as a transaction mechanism for uh, buying and reselling electronics. Probably looking back, you know, I was paying about 50000 50, minimum for a bunch of, uh, you know, knockoff Game Boys and stuff from China. Wow. Emotionally hurt a bit too much after I, you know, used it all just to, to buy and sell products. Flash forward around about uh, seven or eight years. And I was actually working in um, renewable energy and uh, energy efficiency. And I've always been interested in disruptive technologies, emergent technologies, ways to really affect uh, long lasting change. So when I started looking into blockchain as a uh, as a technology and distributed ledger technologies in particular, it kind of re-sparked my interest. Um, I was, like I said, in energy back then, but the lockdowns kind of forced a bit of a change attack. So I ended up working with a... Um, a uh, crypto company um, based out of Brisbane for a little while before jumping on with Black Tie Digital a bit over a year or so ago now. And um, at this point, the sky's the limit. Excellent. And uh, yourself, Todd, what brought you to, to Black Tie Digital and what's your background, mate? Geez, well, look, my background is is strongly in, in sales and marketing, having you know, had sales companies now for for coming up to almost a decade, uh, being involved in marketing. I've done coaching, venture capital raising. I had a software company back in 2016. Um, done HR, leadership development, heaps of random things. Um, but my, I guess, my foray into crypto actually happened because of my old business partner who, you know, if you, I personally look at Bitcoin maximalism as, as a spectrum. Some people think it's binary, but um, if you've got like maxism, like a hundred percent out here and like not a maxi out here, he's like all the way over there. Right. Yeah, so yeah. In, in, in 2015, 16, he was, you know, red hot on the Bitcoin train and um, it kind of rubbed off on me. So it got me, and you know, it's one of those things, right? Always in hindsight, you look back and go, you had that friend that said, hey, buy some of this right now. And like, dude, I had like sales companies set up back then. I was making great money. I could have bought a lot of Bitcoin, but I, you know, I think we've all had this issue, right? I look back and I'm like, I was thinking this is this, magic internet money and my mate's like no this is the future of money you have to take that money that you're wasting going out put it into bitcoin you'll thank me later and you know last year when when bitcoin was just peeking through the roof i just remember sitting there going jesus if only i listened to alex more back then but that was like my my foot in the door to to crypto i got interested i've always been in like i'm, I'm very 
you know, my my character is entrepreneurial. Yeah. So I, I typically look at things and I'm always thinking, how can this be done better? How can we improve this or innovate or make it more efficient? That's like, that's why I was involved in business coaching because I was able to, to, to work with a business, find out what's not working, what is working, and then maximize what's happening inside, right? And systemize it. So, so fast forward through to G's. 2020, I just finished up doing um, some some marketing gigs, and just like Jared, I kind of stumbled across this this opportunity here through connections, and um, it was it was right in the infancy in regards to what we're doing with the platforms. So it's been great to be involved from the ground up because I do I've got a strong uh, I guess interest in products. So I do like building out the product. So that's, you know, a pretty cool thing that Jared and I have been doing with this is actually building out the structure that the product, how it's supposed to work and how we address the market fit that we're looking to fill. Okay. So Todd, um, I'm going to come back to you with this question because I think uh, being that you're on the sales and marketing side, you probably have the right answer for us. Um, <laughs> look, I want to understand a little bit more and introduce the audience to Black Tide Digital and what you actually do. So we know your, your backgrounds, Todd, you're entrepreneurial. Uh, Jared, you've been in all sorts of things from, you know, uh, renewable energy to, you know, where you are now. There's a lot of experience backing here just by the two of you. And there's a much bigger team behind that as well. Tell us what is Black Tie Digital and what is it you're trying to do? Um, I'll give you the short answer, but believe it or not, Jared has the, uh, Jared has explained this so many times. I'm going to pass the ball over to him again, but you know, the, the short, concise 60 second elevator pitch is look, we're a blockchain as a service company. So we take a look at legacy industries and we go, okay, where could blockchain fit in and help that space produce better results as you you already know we've got a real estate project we're in right now we've also uh got a project in the pipeline that's to do with renewable energy later on and we've got a commercial trading platform for b2b and and, and b2c relations but um that's that's in a nutshell what we're doing like the 60 second pitch but in regards to the the history of black tie because i love hearing you say it jared i love i'll pass it to you mate give us give us the Go on then. So look, it's a bit in order to um, understand, you know, it's a bit like blockchain, right? In order to understand why blockchain is important, you need to understand how the money market works and what it was created in response to, right? Being 2008 and all that kind of stuff. With Black Tide Digital, it's really important to understand where we've come from and who, as you said, the team um, and the platforms backing it. We're a part, we're the fifth company under the banner of Progressive Investment Management, which is a company that's been going for about 30 years, almost exactly 30 years now, right? Under that, we have four sister companies. Number one is BBX. Um, BBX is basically the, there's a, an industry called, it's the reciprocal trade industry or the barter industry, right? Pardon me, I always forget to turn that off. Um, that's an industry, so BBX has been at the forefront of that for around about the last 30 years or so. Um, it's concentrated on building uh, both national and global trade networks and trading using uh, what they call actually BTC, which I thought was pretty bloody cocky the first time I heard it. And then I realized that it predates uh, Bitcoin by about 20 years. Right. So it's about 30 years of running these international trade networks using alternative currencies. And trade credits are actually recognized by um, a lot of the respective authorities like the ATO here as a particular form of um, you know payment mechanism. Right. So BBX represents about 110,000 businesses across 13 countries. 
Uh, B Connect, which is very similar, uh, operates in a similar way, but it's in the gig economy and micro business sector. Then we also have uh, Deposit Solutions and Your Agent Real Estate. Um, now, these are both built around targeting primarily the uh, business lending, but also mostly the real estate market. Um, Your Agent Real Estate uh, currently conducts just under, I think it's about 950 mil, so just under a billion dollars per annum of brokers, uh, just under a billion dollars per annum worth of primarily commercial real estate deals. And Your Agent Real Estate, uh, sorry, Deposit Solutions, primarily operates to uh, affect non-standard financing arrangements for people who require them. So particularly if you're holding on to um, BTC, as in um, BBX trade credits, you want to go and get a loan so you can get some property. Bank's not going to recognise that as an asset that they want to work with. We will, and we can figure out a way to do that. So obviously that leads on um, pretty neatly to the crypto industry, right? Um, Black Tie has been formed out of a pretty obvious um, desire to incorporate DLT into uh, a lot of what um, we're already doing. Mm -hmm. Todd Spot On, we operate as a blockchain as a service industry uh, company, sorry, but where a lot of blockchain as a service companies, we actually partner with a few um, BAS uh, studios on development of um, various different things. Where a lot of them are coming from the tech background, so it's a strong kind of focus, this is us, we do blockchain, how can we make this work for you? We're coming out from the other um, side of things saying, right, we've got existing platforms, we've got existing networks, we've got a whole lot of experience we can leverage, how are we going to see what uh, holes need to be filled and then reach out and find the technology to fill it? So real estate, finance and trade, um, they're the three things that we already currently operate quite successfully and that's the platforms that we're building that are basically endemic to our ecosystem. Um, we will be, as Todd said, operating a, um, we're, we're basically in the feasibility study uh, at the moment on the renewable energy platform, yep. which is why we haven't released a huge amount of details. Uh, but after that, we'll be particularly looking to partner with effectively industry leaders who say, right, this is, this is us, this is our product, this is our industry, how do we bring this forward into the 21st century? Okay, fantastic. Thank you very much, both of you gentlemen, for that explanation. Sorry, inside view as to what you guys are actually doing. Now, first question, okay, we've got four different areas. Of course, some of those are in development at the moment, uh, as you state. What are you leading with? What is Black Tide Digital's leading product going to market, so to speak? Mm, well, I might as well take this one. So currently, our leading product is the Be For Real platform, which is in the name, right, is a platform that allows you to easily buy and sell uh, real estate using digital currencies, so particularly crypto. So that's what our, our tip of the spear. And um, once we've built this platform up, the next thing we'll be focusing on is the trading platform, yep. which is effectively uh, bringing blockchain and crypto straight into your business so that you can accept that and obviously work with DeFi and all that kind of good stuff as a business owner. Okay, and when, when you talk about, um, you know, crypto and digital assets and real estate, what is it you're doing? I mean, can I buy property with crypto? Is it like that or is it offering loans or how does it work? How, what, what, how, do, how does somebody like me or, or what sort of person are you looking to get involved and, and how does it work for them to make their life easier, better, more profitable, whatever? Absolutely. Look, the goal of the platform effectively is to make it easy for real estate professionals to actually work with crypto, right? To unlock, I guess, the power of digital currencies 
so that people can get in, right? It's not just people that want to be home buyers. It's also people that are property investors too. So like that's the, 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 the first piece of that puzzle there. The next piece of the puzzle is really, I guess, addressing the affordability problem which there really is right now. So if you go back 40 years ago, right, you know, the average income was about 15,000 per household and the average house price in Australia was about $40,000. If you fast forward right now to 2022, the medium income is sitting around the $93,000 mark and the uh, average house price is is closer to a million dollars. So you've had a, a disproportionate amount of growth in house prices that is out of balance with people's income. So what you're having right now is this issue where people can't afford to buy houses. And now look, we can get into the politics and the issues of why and how that happens, right? Because there's lots. But the, the, the key point is, is that people can't afford to buy a house. There are entire demographics of people that based on their circumstance, never will be able to traditionally get their own home. They're stuck in a trap for the rest of their life. Where, where you then start to look at fractional ownership opportunities, that then starts to let people to, to, you know, take spare money that they've got and start to build a wealth portfolio. So that's the next piece of the puzzle that we're doing with Be For Real is really allowing people, tokenization, right? So taking a real world asset or property portfolio, tokenizing it and allowing people to be able to enter in easily at a relatively low cost and exit out easily as well. So the liquidity is there. So that's a great idea, all right? But I've got a question for you on that. I mean, you led, you led your piece there about housing affordability and, mm-hmm. and the, you know, how difficult it is right now, as you say, average household income, 93,000, average home price is a million, uh, which is very, very different to 15,040, right? So it's, it, there is that, that disproportionate shift that we've seen and everyone feels it too, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's talk of the town. We've just had an election. It's all yap, 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 yap. It's, it's, it's a hot point to talk about. With what you guys are doing, if you have great success with this, effectively what you're allowing people to do is to build a property portfolio without necessarily having to own 100% of that property portfolio. Could that potentially lead into further discrepancies and, and broaden the gap between affordability and, and what people can actually get in the market with? Mate, you haven't had a chance to speak right now, Joe. I'll pass the ball to you. Yeah, it's an interesting question. Hey, um, and I think just just quickly as well, I want to clarify a, a couple of things there. We, we fractional ownership portfolios are going to be a huge part of what we're doing, right? Um, also, the way that we can offer it with our connections with developers, um, with our connections with lenders in particular. We know that you know, um, and you, a lot of your audience will have seen uh, fractional opportunities that are out there at the moment. If you want to buy into, say, a 100 square metre commercial facility in Singapore or an apartment block in Rome or something, right, um, we envision a, a way to get in as part of a geographically an asset class diverse overall portfolio, um, utilising this in a form almost a form of like crowdfunding for developers because construction costs um, are pretty, construction lending is pretty onerous for developers, particularly right now. So if you can bypass that, uh, there's a lot of advantages. I think it's also worth pointing out, though, that the actual ability to buy and sell real property utilising your crypto, either as a payment mechanism or as a form of collateral or deposit, um, becomes a lot easier when you're using a holistic end-to-end service like what we're doing. So that is an important one. Going back, though, to what you said around um, opening it up, look, I think it's a... um, 
it's an interesting question. I was, I was having dreams the other night and I was sitting there and kind of thinking, oh, yeah, so fractionalized ownership now. None of us really own anything. Now, all of a sudden you get like it's 25 million people in Australia and let's say we get 5, 10 million of them. And we all own a bit of each other's house and nobody really owns anything, but we all own everything together. A oh, guy just turns into a socialist wonderland. And we're all happy. Yeah, yeah you'll, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. <laughs> that true democratization that uh, they always promised us through crypto. Look, I don't think that opening up something like this is going to necessarily unbalance a system that's already somewhat unbalanced, right? If I had the choice between a, um, a effectively a decentralized um, ownership of investment, yeah, we do know that investment, you know, the market, it heated up the market a lot, particularly foreign investment, um, pushed housing prices out of affordability rates. If, though, um, if you had that situation where the people who own the portfolios are also the same ones who are living in those same houses right is that better or worse than having it in the hands of say you know blackrock come in with a billion dollar fund or i don't know it's it's a it's a question for the economists look to be honest i mean look it it was a it was a sharp question uh Hmm. definitely a sharp question because it just sort of went back to where we started that conversation uh i've got no criticisms of that i mean obviously everyone's got choice in their lives we can get on board and we can work harder, we can try. I know that there are people uh, with, you know, generational beatdowns and it's very difficult for a lot of people, but I don't think there's going to be anything that's really going to help people that are in that much despair. So what you're providing is an opportunity for somebody that might have some crypto assets, but the bank won't recognize that. Uh, It allows us then to potentially open up and get ourselves a loan, whether it be to buy an investment property or to buy our own place to live in. Uh, mm-hmm. It's opening the doors for more demographic, more people that are involved and have wealth in different areas. Because right now with your crypto, no one wants to recognize that as an anything. Uh, they, don't, they just don't look at it. And they say, well, if you've got that much, then put it in the bank and then we'll talk. It's like, well, I don't want to put it in the bank because the bank's going to cost me money to have it in there and inflation is through the roof. So what it does is, I mean, let, let's be honest, the market is tanking right now as we speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the inflationary thing, that's one thing for now to say, well, markets are falling a lot harder than what inflation is taking from us. Yes. But we're in this space for long term growth, both building portfolios and to see the world develop and to be able to provide, you know, new products to a new system, which is Internet based and sharing based through the use of the Internet. So I'm all for it. It certainly wasn't a, uh, a negative crack at you guys. What you're doing is fantastic and it's opening up doors and opportunities for other people. Now, how far along with this real estate thing? I mean, obviously, I can see that it helps the individual, potentially. Uh, it also will help uh, the banks as well. Uh, sorry, the banks. It will help the uh, the developers and whatnot. Is that sort of? Is there any other bows to that string that you guys are sort of facilitating? Because you're effectively putting the end user or the, the vendor with the developer much more yeah, directly, uh- correct? I'll, I'll take half of that just to, just to start with. But before we, we move on from that question, just in regards to that um, previous question you had, Cobb, um, regarding, you know, will, would it create further discrepancies in the market? I think also specifically, because when you look at the B3O platform, you have to take into consideration all its facets, right? So there is the part that is all about buying and selling real estate with existing crypto that you've got right so we make that easy like if you've got crypto sure you can send your crypto to a sex right to a centralized exchange and turn it into aud 
and buy it, right? But then you've got the problem of going to the bank, getting the balance of your mortgage. And if they don't want to recognize that, you know, you, you kind of up shit's Creek without a paddle. Um, so we, we fix that issue for the buyer. Then you've got the lister, right? The lister is typically the real estate agent, the developer, the person who's got the house, right? Now, typically they don't want to learn about crypto, right? It's difficult. It's, it's insane, right? They look at this magic money and go, oh, I get it but I don't want to get it, but I want to work with it. And I am speaking now from experience because I've chat to a lot of real estate agents because obviously we've got our marketing open right now, primarily targeting um, real estate professionals. And I hear it every single day when I chat to them, they get it, they love it, but they don't want to learn it. So this is where a platform like ours comes into place. It takes care of all the risky, hard to learn bits, right? We provide the escrow, we provide, you know, the conversion at time of settlement. We've got the lending partners, the accounting partners. We make it a full service solution. That's the first part of be for real. But then you've got the other part, which is fractionalized uh, ownership. Now, the way I look at this, and I guess why it excites me so much is that, you know, I've, I've got a coaching background. So I don't like to see people suffering. I don't like to see people going through hard times. I like to help people. That's like in the core of my being. I'm very, uh, I, I've got a, a lack of patience, as in I won't baby you. I'll tell you what you need to do and give you a kick up the butt. But like with the fractionalized ownership, the way I look at it too, because you can invest into stuff, right? We're talking about that lower echelon of people that really yeah. they've got to spare hundred bucks a week and that's it. If they take that hundred bucks per week for 12 months, 52 weeks, they put 5,200 bucks into a small portfolio, right? If that portfolio, maybe that gives them, who knows, right? 0.1% or 0.2% of the revenue that that portfolio generates, right? That's small to begin with. But what happens after two, three years, maybe now you've got 5% of that portfolio and that portfolio is producing $10,000 per month and you're getting a 5% cut after expenses. Yeah. That then gives you another way to save up the money because this is the biggest issue, right? Getting the savings to make the deposit to get your home. So this is what excites me is it gives people an, another way because we already see that one in five people, uh, based on the statistics from a number of different mobs have done surveys, one in five people see crypto as the only way to generate the funds that they need to buy a property, to get the deposit. So this puts another bow in their string. It's like, yes, you can invest in crypto, you can trade, you can do all that kind of good stuff. Now you can also take some spare cash, build a portfolio, that portfolio gives you a return and that return can start to add to your savings deposit to buy the property that you want. That's how, how I look at it anyway. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that, especially if there could be some sort of, you know, they've got these apps that you can, dollar cost average, it might be a hundred bucks a day or 10 bucks a day or whatever it is, because let's be real when it comes to, okay, I've got to save $200,000 so I can get a mortgage and I'm starting today. How many yeah. times is that person or that family going to go, Oh yeah, but your daughter needs braces. Boom. Grand. You know, you got to keep, I mean, look, that's an example, which you do want to make sure you've got access to your money people, because it's very important to have good teeth. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the point being is that you, you're giving people a place to put their money that will work for them. And you quite rightly touched on it, Todd. Compounding interest is something that is not taught enough. It's not understood enough. And, you know, you can build great wealth over long periods of time. But the problem with crypto, which is also the benefit of crypto, the problem with crypto is that people see it as their, as you say, one in five, as their only way of getting on the property ladder. They then go into crypto, throw money at crypto without any idea, any clue, and no investment in their own education and understanding of the whole space, whether it be trading or investing. And then they go, oh, I've lost it all. Crypto sucks. It's like, no, you've just sucked at crypto. You know, you need to look at longer term. You need to understand what it is you're doing and build something for the long term. 
this whole get rich quick scheme it's been around in crypto since the beginning uh, nfts with the latest buzz in the last sort of 12 to 18 months that's just gone absolutely berserk i don't understand <laughs> nfts i don't own an nft i've got no problems with nfts i do understand some of the good that they will be able to do particularly for artists and the ownership of their own content right but an ape selling for half or three million dollars or whatever they were at the time I mean, that's just it's crazy to me now yep. that's all good and proper for people to make money as it goes up but another thing people forget to do is take that profit if we're putting mm -hmm. our money into real estate property portfolios we're not seeing that diminishing uh volatility that we have seen at the moment we're able to just chip away again at the bigger picture the longer term and that's where real wealth is created and earned so i'm all for that and i think that's a really good step in the right direction now, well, this is the benefit of what you do, Cobb. Like, you know, the, the education that you give people is something that's needed because, as you said, what's the, the number one skill in life? Money management, making money. What are we not taught in school? They teach exactly you how that. to do math. They teach you how to do yeah. English. They teach you chemistry, right, which is great. I love all that stuff. I love learning. But they don't teach you how to run a business. They don't teach you to be entrepreneurial. They don't teach you how to make money and, most importantly, how to keep money. Yeah, keep it. You can make it, then you got to keep it. That's what I tell people. Mm -hmm. One thing to make it, then you, once you've made it, you got to change your mindset. And you got to keep a hold of that. So it's just, yeah, I think it's it's really important that people have these opportunities, and I'm glad that you guys are bringing it forward. Now, as far as where Black Tide Digital is now, of course, you've got these products that are in development. They're working towards something. What is the real estate play live at the moment? I mean, how far away from from you know coming to market, so to speak? are you guys with particularly this real estate project or this real estate opportunity? Sure. Um, Jumping in here. So we are, as per the white paper and the roadmaps, we're looking at a go live on the platform um, at the very least in a beta stage, but we are looking for full go live in around about October. So we've, we've currently got Exedo, which is A-C-C-E-D-O.TV. Um, big multinational development firm. Uh, those of us who are tuning in from Australia, you'd know, say, Roku TV, yeah. Telstra TV. They've actually got a very strong background in um, over-the-top streaming services, right? About 500 employees around the world, done some very big projects, uh, have worked with non-multimedia-based uh, as well. So uh, I think one of the last ones before us was a uh, insurance, health insurance out of Singapore or something. Anyway, we, we went with Exedo because ultimately millennials, I mean, look, millennials are one of our strong target markets, right? Um, people my age, we're all looking to get into the property market, kind of get into that point where it says, well, you know, I've spent enough on $5 pints on a Friday. I mean, to actually look to my future, right? Um, and I think not just for millennials, but for everybody, uh, that high level multimedia is something that we want to have access to in a real estate platform really set us apart, right? Um, everybody talks about the metaverse and, you know, I don't think we're not going to go that far straight away, but, you know, uh, virtual walkthroughs, um, the ability to potentially, you know, virtually customize your home to see what it's like, all that kind of stuff. Um, we are in late stage design. So we actually, um, on the Black Tide Digital podcast, threw out a couple of screenshots of the wireframes that are on development with those guys. Um, they're doing a fantastic job. So we're just about to move into the actual de development stage and then deployment, which means where we should be pretty on track to hit our targets of um, September, October. I'm a, I'm a realist, so I'm going to say uh, October. I'm sure my CEO would prefer us to say September, but September, October was roughly when we always um, envisioned it going forward. Um, as for B for Finance, which technically is a separate arm, um, yep. but having said that, I mean, you know, if you're, if you're doing well enough that you can buy a house outright, well, 
then you know you're doing better than the rest of us right so most of us will have to utilize b for finance um, in order to get leverage to get into the, the property market um b for finance we're in late stage talks with four large private capital providers at the moment we should be making announcements on that in the next week or two actually our ceo carolyn mcdonald is in talks uh with one of them right now otherwise she'd probably be joining us on the podcast um so yeah very very late stage on that one uh b4 biz uh commercial transactional um platform we are currently undergoing a redesign of that we had that in beta stage with the previous branding partner last year but we realized there was a hell of a lot more we could do with it to make the whole platform a lot more not only more powerful but more secure so we're actually working with the guys from block eight um who were you know yeah you know block eight yeah. so they were responsible for heaven which became synthetics yeah. and also power ledger so um yeah definitely guys you know what we're doing working with them on an overall redesign and restructure of that platform we're anticipating moving to a design stage later this year and probably beginning development early next year uh and then b for power which is our renewables as i said that's in a feasibility study at the moment um we know that that's got a lot of uh opportunity um but the and there's obviously a lot of natural synergy there between that and the other platforms mm. but the way we see it you can either do uh, a couple of things very well or do everything pretty averagely right yeah. better off walking before you run yeah, and look, just just on thank you for that too, because I mean uh, October will come very very quickly. I hope so. Oh, yeah. it's bloody cold at the moment. And I would. The way things are going right now, it's about three sleeps away. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I hope you get some more sleep soon. But one of the one of the questions I had around B for finance. So obviously, as we talk now, uh, this may be released later on, but uh, it's during Celsius, the whole Celsius uh, event, which is looking pretty nasty, uh, both for Celsius, uh, both for Celsius. And the people that have put their money into Celsius for these yield plays, but also for the market, the whole digital asset space, this sort of stuff is not good. After seeing what Luna did with USD and now on to Celsius, it's kind of hurting a lot of people's feelings and uh, desire to get these yields. Now, I know there's lots of yield products out there. My concern has always been I've never made these plays, but if I don't hold the keys, I don't hold the the asset base. Do you think that for B4 Finance, it's going to be quite some time before that trust is back? Or is there a way that you can see to get around that trust factor? Because ultimately, it comes down to the business itself. If you're insolvent, so am I. Mm -hmm. Not your keys, not your crypto, right? Mm. Um, look, I think, I think the whole market between what's happened recently with Terra and now what's happening with Celsius, um, God knows if we get another one of these in the next couple of months, you know, confidence in the sector is or has already taken a massive hit and that's just unavoidable and to be honest with you pretty understandable as well um what i think and i've been having a lot of very interesting chats with the operators of a few DeFi platforms people like yourself recently um i think we're in for a lot of pain i yeah. think actually to be honest with you um look I'm, I'm i'm actually to be honest with you kind of in a position that says i hope a lot of stuff gets wiped out not because i want to see anybody lose money in fact i hope we've all kind of hedged as well as we can against potential yeah. loss but there's a lot of stuff in the market that should have shouldn't have been there in the first place right a lot of meme coins a lot of shit coins quite frankly um a lot of lending protocols that were promising the world turns yeah. out they couldn't deliver right it says it's too good to be true probably is in our situation, I think it's a little bit different. One of the things that Beaver Finance um, is designed to do, as with all of our platforms, 
it's not even bridging the gap between CFI and DeFi. It's bridging the gap between TradFi and the crypto scene, right? So in an initial sense, um, Beaver Finance will evolve to incorporate DeFi. One of the things that particularly we're working on at the moment is uh, building a bridge between DeFi and buy now, pay later. Now, that's another space that's taken a lot of hits because you know what? Yeah. It wasn't profitable. It wasn't run in an effective fashion. But we think that um, there's some really interesting synergy options uh, there that we can provide some really kind of unique revenue streams for merchants while still remaining relatively safe, particularly if we use some of the more advanced and advanced protocols with DeFi. There's um, a few interesting products around kind of crypto bonds coming out. Um, our good friends at Gravity Finance have uh, Chainlink investigating their silos options at the moment, which don't be wrong, maximizing yield is great, but if you can reduce your risk as much as possible, that's yeah. more important. Like you guys just said, who cares how much money you make in the short term if you get wiped out in the long term? That's the most important thing. Um, with what we're doing at the moment, uh, particularly in the early stages, Beef Finance will be used exclusively uh, as a way to bridge people with crypto um, assets, people holding crypto assets who want to get into uh, the property market and want to use that as collateral or a deposit um, to get into yeah, get into property, right? What's interesting with that is we're not sitting here saying, hey, just give us your uh, crypto for no good reason at all and we'll lend it out to a whole bunch of people who we don't qualify for the loans whatsoever. And meanwhile, we'll keep it in custody and hopefully we won't get hacked and you'll make 40% APYs. That's not what we're doing. We're saying, all right, if you've got your crypto, give it to us. We'll do the necessary checks. We'll run through KYC, AML, CTF, all that kind of stuff. We'll match you up with a lender who is prepared to... And it depends. See, the... We'll be making announcements on this in the next week or two. Okay. Right now, it's going to be fully or over-collateralized lending, um, depending on if you're using it as collateral or as a deposit. If you're just using it as a deposit, then we're finding an easy way um, to go through the escrow, escrow process with you, right? One thing you don't want to do, if you're buying a house right now through existing uh, marketplaces for real estate, is say, oh, I really like that joint. Right, I'm going to go to the exchange. I'm going to liquidate 200K worth of my BTC. Then I'm going to go to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to line all this up. Then it turns out that because it's also a bloodbath in the real estate uh, market right now, which, by the way, ladies and girls at home, uh, ladies and gents at home, uh, a bloodbath <laughs> real estate market is a buyer's market, so get your crypto ready. Um but yeah, you don't want to have to go and liquidate your assets and then find the deal falls through. And now you've got 200K worth of fiat where all of a sudden now you've incurred a capital gains event on that and now you're yep. on a real creep with the government, right? So we've got a couple of ways that we can delay uh, the onset of those CGT events. We can provide various, uh, and like I said, we'll, we'll publish information on this probably in the next week or two once our lenders are ready to go public with the uh, products that we're going to be using. Um, but because you'll be, you know, if you can use your crypto as a form of collateral in order to get real estate, which also is a form of collateral while it's under mortgage, right, then you're kind of covered on on both ends. You're actually providing additional collateral on what we're doing. So I think, loan. yeah, so I think, I think it's just important to keep in mind that we're not a DeFi platform and we're not, we're not promising high yields. What we're promising is ease, convenience and a way to access a market that you wouldn't otherwise be able to access if you want to get into real estate. Thoroughfare of markets that might be out of the access for a lot of people, really. Yeah, exactly. Particularly while you're holding um, yeah, digital assets that aren't getting recognised. Good stuff. Well, gentlemen, is there anything that I've missed here that you would like me to like to add into here? I mean, I, I really wanted to get into that whole um, the real estate stuff that you guys are doing because that 
that to me is when I saw Todd speak uh, in Adelaide, that's what caught my attention because I thought, oh, geez, that 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 really that's a real world use case, and 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 it's going to help a lot of people, um, not just the people that are trying to get in, but also the developers as well. And as you know, with any business, it's about business solutions or providing solutions, and then you get paid because you provide a solution, and people will use your product. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to touch on that in a big way, and and you guys have really nailed that too. By the way, I really am clear on what it is you're doing. Uh, is there anything that you would like to bring up uh, to conclude here? Anything we might have missed? Um, look, I think I'll pass it to you in two seconds, Joe. I think you know the, the the problem that we're looking to solve with with be for real is that, and once again, there's two there's two customer avatars, right? You've got the the buyer and you've got the seller, and you know if you if you boiled it down to the to the the the, the, the core stuff, right? It is not convenient to go and and buy and sell real estate right now with crypto, right? Not for a buyer, not for the seller. Yep. So the, the, at its core, BeFreal fixes that problem. If you can make something convenient and easy and simple, much more people are likely to engage and, and, and do the do, right? Do the action. So that's that's the problem we're looking to fix. How, how can we make it so that, you know, a, a, a freaking a 60-year-old real estate agent down in Tarogan, down in muddy Victoria, right, um, goes, you know what? I've got a, someone come to me that wants to buy a property. They've got 100K worth of Bitcoin. You know what? I can do it because I've yeah. got this platform here that basically just makes it streamlined. Mm-hmm. So it fixes that problem. Now you've got real estate agents that are happy to work with it and that instantly starts to mature that 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 side of the market. And then once again, if you make it super easy and you remove the uh, the obstacles, right? So having to set, collect your crypto, send your crypto to a centralized exchange, you know, turn that into fiat. Now you've got to worry about proving where that crypto came from, yeah. right? Like fixing that problem. It just makes it a streamlined experience. And I think that's what people want. And it's going to mature both sides of the market in respect to the real estate industry. Well, if you do it well enough and seamlessly enough, you might actually end up having to get an OTC desk because people with fiat might go, you know what? I don't want to go through that old way. I'd rather do it this way. So they'll buy their Bitcoin and go through your system. There's another little uh, wing of your business, which will be OTC. How about that? (laughs) Correct. And, you know, like, you know, we've got a marketplace as part of our real estate platform. However, you know, I've chat with Jared many times about this. Um, I, from my growth hacking perspective, I don't particularly, you know, I, ideally I'd rather not, I've had this question from real estate agents, you know, what, what about realestate.com.au? What about your domain? And my answer is always the same. I'd rather not compete with them because we don't necessarily do what they do. They're the incumbent when it comes to marketplaces, right? What I see, and this is, you know, something we'd ideally like to move towards, is a partnership with them where imagine that you're looking through realestate.com.au and what you see is a little widget there, right? It goes, hey, you got crypto? And then boom, it connects us with our platform. And next thing you know, you're, in the real, you're, you're basically using our platform. And then obviously we've got an agreement with the incumbent so that they get a win as well. So it's very exciting. Um, it's really exciting. And um Mate, it's been awesome being on this podcast. Well, I appreciate you both, your time very much. And uh, the final thing I need to ask now really is where do people find more information about Black Tide Digital and everything that you guys are doing? Because people are going to want to know. Jared, mate, this is you. You love doing the little outro. I do. I do indeed. It's true. <laughs> uh, look, anybody out there who wants a little bit more information, um, we'd love to hear from you. You can take a look at the company's website itself at blacktide.digital. 
Um, that'll give you an overview of some of the platforms, who we are, the team. You know, we didn't really touch on it much, but um, if you take a look through the team and a lot, a lot of our experience, this isn't... Uh, it's weird, right? I've, I've spoken with DeFi guys who are Anon who are managing, you know, tens of millions of dollars worth of yeah. stuff. Mate, we are fully doxxed. Uh, we've been at it for a long, long time. Um, so take a look through. We've got beforreal.digital uh, if you want to find out more about the Be For Real platform. You can also uh, hit us up on Twitter, Telegram, Facebook. I think we've even got an Instagram now. Um, uh, all at Be For Real Official. And then lastly, if you're going to be in uh, Brisbane at, when is it, the end of July? 31st of July. That's the one, 31st of July. Um, I think we'll all be there, right? Yep. So, oh, so this is like the second date, Cobb. When you met you in Adelaide, we'll go again. <laughs> Um, but we'll be at the Australian Crypto Roadshow, um, sponsoring once again. Uh, come down, meet Jason, meet all the guys. It's a, it's a really good event. Uh, we'll also be at uh, the online, theexpo.com. So if you go to theexpo.com.au, uh, running a virtual expo with Crypto Alley coming up soon. Uh, basically, if it's happening with crypto, we'll probably see you there. Sounds bloody good. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jared Park and Todd Pierce uh, of Black Tie Digital that we've been speaking to. Go and check out their information because, um, I mean, it's it, it, it's going to be good. It's very helpful. They're connecting a lot of dots, and this is a very good opportunity for you guys to look into. You have yourself a great day and manage your risk. I'll speak to you again very soon. Bye for now. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Yeah.